Great morning, everyone, and welcome to yet another episode of Thank God for Monday. I'm Brother Greg Cellini of the Franciscan Brothers of Brooklyn in the Office of Mission, Ministry, and Interfaith Dialogue at St. Francis College in beautiful Brooklyn, New York. My great pleasure to be back again with you today. The purpose of our show, Thank God for Monday, is to inspire you, our audience, to take personal responsibility for your professional satisfaction. We want to provide you hope, healing, and peace in these unprecedented, turbulent, uncertain times. Motivate you to search deep inside yourself in the quest for fulfillment. Listeners, it's really up to you as I utilize information we provide today. Take full accountability for the decisions you make and a resulting outcome. Now, one of the goals of our show, thank God, for Monday is to introduce role models. Role models of people who take very bold steps in their work lives. This is a very special morning, New Year's Eve morning. As such, we are honored today to have with us a most wonderful guest. She'll be sharing her expertise on how to transform in 2023. Her name is Stacy. Aaron DeMonica. Stacy is a certified life and empowerment coach. Her love for mentoring and public speaking began decades ago within the context of her very successful career of more than 25 years in corporate America with a Fortune 50 company. She is also the author of the inspiring book, Where Do You Spend Your Heartbeats? Design the life you desire, one heartbeat at a time. Great morning, blessed new year, and welcome to Thank God for Monday, Stacey. Thank you so much. I am grateful, humbled, and honored to spend my heartbeats with you and all of your wonderful, beautiful listeners. Thank you. Thank you. The honor is really all ours. Kindly tell the audience from what city and state you're speaking from this morning, please. I am coming from Hackettstown, New Jersey, the home of the M&M. Oh, wow. I didn't realize you were in New Jersey as well. That is terrific. No doubt about it. Sadly, Stacy, we've only got 30 minutes. We could spend hours talking about you, your incredible experience, what you're doing now, this fantastic book. We're just going to jump right into the deep end of the pool, if that's okay. Of course. Our listeners always love to hear a little bit about our guests. Kindly share with us a little bit about yourself, please. Oh, great. So um, as you mentioned, I come with over 25 years of leadership experience working for a Fortune 50 company. My passion and purpose in this world, I believe, is to coach and mentor people. And the part of my career that I loved so much was mentoring and coaching specifically women, but all people. And I am also a two-time cancer survivor. And the purpose of sharing that is that life is so precious and to do what you love and do what you're passionate about is really, really important, which is why I wrote the book, Where Do You Spend Your Heartbeats? Because we have just so many. So that is really a little bit about me and I am really here to help others. We are so blessed to have someone of your ilk today, Stacey, on Thank God for Monday. And what a courageous individual you are to be a cancer survivor twice, that's for sure. 
And what you've shared dovetailed beautifully into my next question, because if we perceive correctly, living your purpose is really important to you. Is this true? And if so, why? Peel the onion for us, please. You know, I really believe that everybody comes to this earth with gifts, their own special gift, and everybody is so unique. And really, when the, the journey is to find what that gift is. And once you find what that gift is, which is a really a long part sometimes of the journey, it really is just a gift to be able to share it with others. So when you find your purpose, when you find what you're passionate about, and you're able to connect it and share with others, that's really, I believe, why we are on this earth. Oh, oh that's so, so beautiful, certainly. Now, one of the things we really want to have our listeners and myself, and maybe yourself as well in 2023, is to live the life of our dreams. It sounds like already you're doing that, certainly. How does one know, Stacy? please, that they're living the life of their dreams? I would say that, at least for me, it's following what you're feeling. So, for example, do you wake up in the morning and get excited? Are you inspired with what you are doing? Or are you maybe dreading or not feeling your best? That's a good indicator. Our inside, our gut, our, our you know, is, is really guides us to where we are in our lives and, and just pay attention to how we feel. Wow. So our body, our emotions, all of these things are giving us these messages then? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, think about when you wake up in the morning, are you excited to just be here and to be, you know, in this world? What? Are, how are you feeling? And just pay attention to that and let that be your guide to your next step. Wow. Oh, that's awesome. Certainly. Yeah. One of the things we know 2023 is going to bring is some tough decisions. We need your help, Stacy. What tools can one use when making a tough decision, please? That's a great question. Um, when I am working with my clients, I use what we call the stethoscope gut check. And there's a chapter in the book that talks about that. And let me just explain what that is. Please. If you have a decision that you need to make, whatever, big or small, Think about going in one direction. I'll give you an example, a very trivial example. Should I buy the red couch or the green couch? Very, very simple. <laughs> think about yourself buying the red couch and just think about how you feel. Are you calm? Are you excited? What are you feeling? And then just pause for a moment and just, you know, take a look at that thought. Then go to the green couch. How do you feel? And then you really just listen to, am I calm? Am I excited? Pay attention to those feelings and then just let it go. But it will give you a guide. It could be about a job. It could be about, do I need to start a diet? Whatever it is, think about one of the, it's a stethoscope gut check is what we call it. This is so helpful to me and I'm sure the listeners as well, because anybody who knows me at all, I am a terrible decision maker. And I don't know about any of your clients that you might work with if you run into that as well, but I just have all kinds of problems. But this simple yet very powerful tool you've just shared, I've got to pay much more attention in 2023. How am I feeling about alternative A or alternative B there? And I know that's going to help me make more effective and uh, quicker decisions. Uh, no doubt about that. 
Now, one of the other things I really, really like about you is that you have a three-step meet and greet, you say, to face challenges with an open heart, and an open heart being so Franciscan, because being Franciscans, we love those open hearts and are driven by our hearts. Share with us all about this three-step meet and greet, please. Absolutely. So have you ever met somebody and they seem to be maybe um, a difficult person, right? Or they're ch- or they're 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 maybe challenging you. And as a default, sometimes we may go to a negative place, right? And we may not come to somebody with an open heart. This meet and greet is to change that dynamic. And what that means is we are here to learn. And if we look at this world as a big classroom, every interaction we have with another human, we can learn from. So instead of going into this place, meeting a difficult person and maybe going to a negative place, if you can just take these three steps and just know number one, that we are here to learn and that every interaction can really help us grow. And then the second piece is to look for the lessons. What is it about this interaction that I can learn from? Maybe it's I'm learning something about myself and how I'm similar to this person and things I need to look at about myself. Maybe it's how I, you know, don't want to be in this world. So I'm going to look at my own behaviors, or maybe it's just learning about life. And then just letting the third piece is letting that lesson flow without judgment, without bias, and just looking at it as a lesson that you've learned with this interaction that opens up your heart and it changes the way you approach every interaction with another human. Oh, that is so beautiful, this three-step process. Now, I need to share with you something I've shared with the listeners and those who know me well, that uh, I'm approaching my 64th birthday in August of 23, and I've made, Stacy a ton of mistakes in my life. I've used poor judgment many, many times, and unfortunately, I still sometimes hold on to the guilt and say, gee, I should have done better and this and that. It sounds like I'm thinking that that third step, I need to do better at letting go of all these past. Can you share a little bit more, maybe how someone like me or any of our listeners who are feeling this way can head into 2023 in a better way? Absolutely. So I think of the word should as equivalent to um, a word that we, we, a curse word, if you will. I never, I try not to use the word should. Oh, wow. Because, and I'd like to ask and challenge your listeners to pay attention to how many times they use the thought with the word should, because that should be an indication of, oh, I just said the word should. Let me recalibrate and take a look at what I'm saying, because in this world, there are no shoulds. We create our lives, right? We create. So just paying attention to that one simple word might change your perspective of your life. Wow. So if I'm the tendency to say I should have done this or I should do this. Wow. I got to eliminate that S-H-O-U-D-L-D from my vocabulary. And I don't want to say I'm the ruler of what I do, but I'm in charge of my thoughts, emotions, attitudes, behaviors. If I that I should just go do it, 
or I should just go think. Is that? Uh... Yeah. And the other thing is, when we think about what we should do, I look at our heartbeats as being a bank account, right? And we, right. So, so we, we are careful with our money, aren't we? We don't drive the car and throw money out the window. Sure. Yet sometimes we spend our heartbeats and we don't think about where we're spending them. So when we're thinking about would have, should have, could have, um, what if, we're using those beautiful heartbeats and we're just kind of putting them out the window because there's nothing you can do to go back. So it's only looking forward. Oh, thank you. Thank you. It's very providential. You're with us here on December the 31st. I know I'm going to have a different 2023 as a result. I know our listeners will as well. Now, one of the situations that is always very difficult for me in my role in mission, ministry, interfaith dialogue at St. Francis College are these ones that are catastrophic or trauma. How does one find a path to healing when they're going through? Because often I have to tell you, students, faculty, staff, sometimes even administration come to me for advice on these catastrophic or traumatic situations. I'm at a loss for words often. Help us out, please, Stacey. Absolutely. I would say three offerings that I would provide is number please. one, fear is a very, very powerful emotion. And if we can take a step back and really have that faith over fear, that is so powerful. And the two, the you know, when, when I think about fear, what I share with my clients is if we can just go to gratitude for a moment, because gratitude sometimes can melt the fear. Mm-hmm. The other, the other area that I will share is all we have is the present moment in this moment. And in this moment, all is okay. In this moment, in this exact moment, all is okay. So that's a very powerful tool because if I go to the future, I go to fear. If I go to the past, I might go to fear in this moment. And then when you're able to to be calm, if you are able to just be centered in this moment, pay attention for your healing about who you surround yourself with, how you, you know, where you spend your time, even how you feed your body, mind, body, soul, that all matters in the healing journey. Wow, that's fascinating. Now, maybe this is an unfair follow-up question, but I'm going to ask it anyhow, because I'm not so careful about what I eat. Is what a person in particular, you know, what I eat, how does that impact me? How does that impact the rest of the mind, body, soul, if you will? Well, I would say, and, and I'm speaking as a, as a two-time cancer survivor, mm. I pay a lot of attention to what I put in my body. Because what we feed our body and what we feed our mind with our thoughts and what we feed, it's all connected. So it gives you, if you provide your body with nutritious food, your cells are healthier, your energy levels are higher. It really does matter. And I did not believe it did until I did get cancer twice. And I started paying attention to how I felt, the energy levels, the health. So it really does all matter. Wow. Okay. That's something else for 2023. I need to pay closer attention is to what I'm consuming. Uh, that, that's for sure. Now, another confession I want to make to you is that I, I had a 30-year career in pharmaceuticals before becoming a Franciscan brother. And they used to offer this class 
dealing with difficult people. And unfortunately, people took this class to learn how to deal with me. I was uh, pretty arrogant and disrespectful at that point in time, a lot of people. What steps can one take when, when facing, you know, really a difficult person, if you will, or people? That's a great question. I'm actually going to tie this back to your previous question about the meet and greet, because oh. it's how we show up, right? So if I am working with a difficult person, I can either just go back and, and kind of try to have that dance, or I could take a step back and look at that difficult person and say, all right, what can I learn from this person? And that in itself will change my own energy and how I interact with them. And that actually sometimes can diffuse the situation a little bit, having compassion. And I know that sounds counterintuitive, but when you're dealing with a difficult person, having compassion for that person can actually change the way you show up because usually difficult people are just dealing with their own emotions in a certain way. Does that make sense? Oh, it certainly does. When I think back to when I was in my most difficult period, I was dealing with a lot of crapola, if you will, that I had not resolved. And that was, I don't want to blame it, but th that was uh, part of the reasons that I was so difficult to deal. Yeah, so that's a great point, very Franciscan point, that we need to uh, kind of think maybe that individual's going through some crap or going through some stuff that's really causing this behavior to be difficult. Right. Wow. So I love, I love your theory of compassion there. Uh, no question about that. Listeners, for anyone who's just tuned in, welcome to Thank God for Monday, a weekly talk show about the workplace here on WSOU 89.5 FM locally, streamed around the world at www.wsou.net. I'm Brother Greg from the class of 85. Much, much more important than me. We've got a very, very special guest on this New Year's Eve morning. Her name is Stacy Aaron DeMonico. She is the author of this fabulous book, Where Do You Spend Your Heartbeats? Design the Life You Desire, One Heartbeat at a Time. And we're talking about a whole bunch of things this morning that's going to transform me and I know the listeners as well in 2023. Uh, how do we live the life of our dreams? Uh, what tools can we use when making a tough decision? Uh, how do we handle traumatic situations? We just talked about dealing with difficult people. And for anyone who's just tuned in, Stacey, I'd like to go back, please. You talked before about our thoughts, monitoring, guiding our thoughts. But for the benefit of anyone who's just tuned in, maybe you can share a little bit more about that Appeal the Onion in particular. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you for that. You know, we really are very powerful and, and we really do, our thoughts really do create how we are in this world. And I have, um, what I work with my clients, I, I work on a what I call the timer test. And I would ask your listeners to just try this out, just to see what kind of thoughts they have during a random time. And, and is that something you would say to a friend or a foe? And what that recommendation is, is take a an alarm on your phone, whatever it may be, set a random alarm, okay? Every, you know, every 43 minutes, whatever it may be, once a day. And when the alarm goes off, what were you thinking? And I don't mean like, well, what were you thinking? I mean, what were you thinking, right? 
and write it down and just pay attention. Were you talking something that, you know, saying something negative to yourself of, oh my goodness, remember the word we said, should, we try not to use that word. Were you, were you shitting on yourself? Were you, I mean, what were you thinking and pay attention? That's the first step to know how to navigate your life in this world. Wow. Oh, that is amazing. No doubt about it. Now, many of our listeners naturally are college students, St. Francis College, Brooklyn, uh, Seton Hall University, right here in beautiful South Orange. But we have some listeners who are a bit more seasoned naturally. And there might even be a few who think that pretty much their life is, I don't want to say behind them, certainly, but uh, there's not so much left. And as far as change goes, they're, they're pretty set in the ways. So I want to ask you, is it ever too late to change the trajectory of one's life? What do you think about this? I think this is one of my favorite questions that you've asked so far, and you've asked some pretty great questions. (laughs) Um, I would say emphatically, it's never too late. And I will tell you that every day that you've been given the gift of waking up, opening your eyes and seeing another day is another opportunity to change the trajectory of your life. I was in corporate America, as I shared, for over 25 years. Mm. And my passion and purpose is coaching and mentoring people. And I left that very successful career to become a certified life coach because it was my passion. It is never too late. There is always another opportunity. And that's the beauty of this life. Wow. That is amazing. We haven't really talked much about your transformation from the corporate world to running your own business. If you don't mind me asking, it must have taken a tremendous amount of courage to do this. It was exciting. It was scary. It was wonderful. And I think when you get to the point where you love something so much, it's not even a choice. Wow. Okay. And before you talk, certainly about you're going to get things inside your you know, emotions, uh, your body will tell you, were you kind of getting some signals that, you know, this was the time where I need to do this? As you said, this isn't even a choice per se. For me personally, because I had cancer twice, I'm very attuned to my body. I'm very wow. attuned to the messages of the world. I'm very attuned to you know, just the, the the path. And there were some, I, I'm very attuned to that. And as a result, I knew that it was time to move on. I knew that it was time for me to really follow that passion. And it's, there are absolutely 100% no regrets. I'm grateful and very excited. For you, like me, certainly, I would imagine that 25 years in the corporate world was a wonderful foundation you define this true passion and purpose of yours. 100% agreed. 100%. Yeah. It's interesting because as a Franciscan brother of Brooklyn, I never thought I would ever use anything I learned the 30 years. And what I find is more and more every day I'm using it. So maybe yourself as well. That's really agreed. so agreed. beautiful. Now, speaking of work, uh, maybe I don't understand this correctly, but if I perceive there were times you kind of buried yourself in work, and I know I did the same to avoid some relationship challenges. I don't know, is this true? And did you learn a couple of lessons maybe you can share with our listeners who might be doing the same thing as we enter into 2023? 
Yes. Um, distractions are very powerful and they can be used as a coping tool. However, they're not the most healthy coping tool. So I would absolutely say that I use sometimes my work as a distraction to not have to deal with anything that was not positive in my life. So what I would ask your, your listeners is take a look at how you spend your day. Just let's be honest, put the mirror up, no judgment, no bias. How do you spend your day? Are you doing things that are distracting you from other things that you may want to pay attention to? Just ask that question and start from there. Wow. Now I'm curious, did you actually kind of keep a, a time log of what you did, like a two hours doing this, an hour or five, 10 hours, or, or or did you kind of do it in a more informal way? Share a little bit more about this. This is fascinating to me, Stacey. Yeah, no, I, I, from a distraction standpoint, I loved my job. So it was a no, you know, it was just so easy to just do more and more and more of it. But when you find that you're so entrenched in something that you might be neglecting other areas, that's where you want to pay attention. Oh, yeah, this brings back for me memories as part of a very rigorous formation process to become a brother of Brooklyn. We had to take a, a class in Austin, New York. And one of the things they mentioned was to be careful and kind of aware and cognizant if either you or another brother maybe with whom you live was spending an inordinate amount of time at work in the ministry, which is wonderful, but at the same time, that could be a signal they're not getting here in our home life what is needed. Certainly, and they're trying to get it elsewhere. And as you kind of alluded, and that could be very dangerous. Yes. No question yeah. about it. Yeah, yeah. That's really, really something. Uh, this is our last show uh, for 2022. Uh, you've given us so many nuggets already, Stacy. but do you have a couple of questions and maybe you gave us some already or tips? How can the listeners and me have our greatest year ever in 2023? Anything come to mind, if I may? I would go back to the picturing your heartbeats as a bank account. I really would. That to me is, and I use this with every decision I make. We make transactions with, with money, right? And we're careful where we spend it. Think about as you go into 2023, as you're spending your precious, valuable, wonderful time, right? Your heartbeats. Is this a worthy transaction? Wow. Oh, that's an incredible, incredible question. Now, uh, one final, we've got two final questions. One in particular is very, very important. We're going to save that to the last. But uh, I would like to, since January is National Mentoring Month, it sounds like you did a lot of mentoring in your 25-year great career. Maybe you're still doing a lot of that now. Do you want to say a thing or two about the importance of mentoring and having mentors for our listeners as we move into 2023? Absolutely. I got chills when you asked that question because it's just a powerful question. Um, and I had the, the, the opportunity within my corporate life to be able to mentor. And I, I can't express enough how important it is to pay it forward. And when you mentor, you're basically sharing what you know with somebody else, lifting somebody else up, and they will do the same. And it's just a chain of beautiful connections. So it's so important to mentor and pay it forward and share what you know. I cannot emphasize that enough. 
So that's something you would recommend the listeners and I to get more involved in is mentoring of others, as you say, pay it forward in 2023. 100%. Uh, that's terrific. We've saved, Stacy. the most important question for last. From where can our loyal listeners purchase? Uh, where do you spend your heartbeats? Design the life you desire one heartbeat at a time. How can they best follow you throughout 2023? Thank you. Thank you. It is available on Amazon. Um, so you can get it there. I'm also on Instagram at, at coaching with Stacy. My website is www.coachingwithstacy.com. And I would love to uh, listen and, and share anything with your listeners. I also am on LinkedIn, Stacy Aaron DeMonico. Feel free to follow me and um, would love to, to help and uh, expand in 2023 with all of you. Oh, Stacey, thank you so much. Listeners, no issues. Let me give you the proper spelling of Stacey Aaron DeMonico. S-T-A-C-E-Y-A-A-R-O-N-D-O-M-A-N-I-C-O. No excuse. Stacey's given us a whole bunch of ways to get in contact with her. I'm going to suggest as Franciscans, we not only hold on to the good, which we don't do, we share the good. So please, it's not too late. Buy one of these books, great books for you. Buy it for someone else. Maybe there's someone you wanted to give a gift to and couldn't find the right gift. This is the gift for them. Please, please. We want to make 2023 the greatest year ever for ourselves, for our loved ones, for the world. Uh, do yourselves a favor. Pick up one, pick up more of these great books. Share the good. Stacy, this last half hour, shared her magnificent good. Now it's your turn and my turn to do that as well. Stacy, we can't thank you enough for being our very special guest on this last show of 2022. We wish you prayers and Godspeed and tremendous continued health, well-being, and contribution to a world that's desperately in need of uh, spending our heartbeats much better. And this book really lays it out. You've laid it out for us this morning beautifully. Happy and blessed New Year and all the best in 2023 and beyond. Thank you. It's been my my honor. Thank you. Listeners, once again, I want to say thank you, because without you, thank God for Monday would not be going into its 16th year on WSOU. So we thank you for all your support, all your love, and all your care. You know our social media on LinkedIn, TikTok, Facebook, uh, Instagram. Keep writing us. Keep making guest suggestions, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And we wish all of you a very, very blessed 2023 where your dreams come true. Listeners, sadly, for the last time this year, we're out of time. Greg saying our hope and prayer is that when you wake up on Monday morning, just like Stacy does, you'll say, thank God for Monday. Enjoy the celebration tonight. We'll see you next Saturday for another episode of Thank God for Monday. Happy and blessed New Year, everyone. Bye-bye. <laughs>